Times of Israel editor David Horowitz recently wrote an op-ed titled Beware Itamar Ben-Gvir, rising far-right star with a dis destructive vision for Israel. His byline was, Assured a cabinet seat if Netanyahu regains power, this election's high flyer would advance a Kahanist push for an Israel neither democratic nor authentically Jewish. So here's the thing. Do you know which Israeli politicians and political parties in Israel truly do not want Israel to be democratic or Jewish? Both Arab parties in Israel's parliament. The Muslim Brotherhood Ram Party and the Joint Arab List Party. They both include politicians who support terror against Israelis and the ultimate destruction of the Jewish state of Israel. So not only do they not want Israel to be democratic or Jewish, they don't want Israel to exist at all. Yet I have yet to see any op-ed by David Horowitz of the Times of Israel writing about the danger of the politicians in those Israeli-Arab political parties. The crazy thing is that according to Israeli law, those Arab politicians who are against the existence of the Jewish state of Israel should be banned from serving in Israel's parliament. Yet Israel's Supreme Court goes against Israeli law and allows them to serve against Israeli law. And still, editor David Horowitz does not spend any time highlighting the danger of the politicians in those Arab parties to Israel and to Israeli democracy. Instead, he saves those op-eds to call out Jewish right-wing politicians who actually care about saving Israeli lives and the Jewish state of Israel. But enough of my commentary for now. I want to read through this Horowitz op-ed and not just debunk it, but highlight the journalist's outright hypocrisy. He's the editor. His, out, his outright hypocrisy and double standard, which reflects many within the establishment, Jewish and non-Jewish media. Before I delve into this issue, again, I just want to say thank you for watching another episode of Pulse of Israel. I am your host, Avi Abelo. If you are not yet a subscriber, subscribe now for the politically incorrect truth to inspire you about the true information coming out of the Jewish state of Israel and how proud you should be about the Jewish people and the land of Israel. And if you want to support our important work, then just click on the donate button every once in a while on pulseofisrael.com. All right, let's get into it. Again, while they wholeheartedly attack right-wing Jewish politicians and figures, they are silent about the absolute danger from the existing Arab Muslim politicians who shouldn't even be serving in Israel's parliament because it's against Israeli law. And just as a quick aside before beginning this op-ed, I want to reference an earlier op-ed written by David Horowitz of the Times of Israel, where he referenced the Muslim Brotherhood Ram Party as it was about to join today's existing Israeli government. He titled this earlier op-ed, after Netanyahu, a chance for a government of national healing. With the byline, never in the history of this country have rightists, leftists, centrists, and Arabs agreed to stake out common ground together in government in the cause of the greater Israeli good. Now, do you get it? Not only did Horowitz not highlight the absolute dangers of the Muslim Brotherhood Ram Party, which supports the ultimate destruction of the Jewish state of Israel, and supporting terrorists who kill innocent Israelis, but this editor wrote that they cared about the greater Israeli good. Talk about ignoring reality. It is because of the reporting and editorial line of journalists like Horowitz that so many Jews and Israelis are still brainwashed to believe that right-wing Jewish politicians are more dangerous to Israel than the Arab Muslim politicians. Hence, I tell people not to read the Times of Israel because their editorial line is downright wrong and dangerous. Now let's go to Horowitz's current op-ed on Ben-Gvir. Horowitz writes, Netanyahu has been intervening on Ben-Gvir's behalf for the past three years. 
shamefully elevating an adept, dangerous provocateur into the political mainstream, end quote. So why is Ben Gvir a dangerous provocateur? Well, Horowitz continues, Ben Gvir is an ardent admirer of the racist Rabbi Meir Kahana who advocated transferring Israel's Arabs out of the country. He was a teenage activist in Kahana's Kach movement and was convicted of incitement to racism in 2007 for holding a sign at a protest reading, Expel the Arab Enemy. But Ben Gvir has modified Kahana's transfer demand and dodged a parliamentary ban by declaring he seeks to expel only those Arab Israeli citizens he deems disloyal, those who support terror against Israel and are actively supportive and active in it. Now let's break this down for a moment. People like to discredit right-wingers for supporting Kahana. However, Kahana got one thing right that too many Israeli politicians still today ignore. That is about our conflict, which is a really a religious conflict, where the Arab Muslim population are against the Jews living as the sovereign in our ancestral homeland. It's not because of occupation or apartheid or Jewish settlements, all lies, but about Jews living as the sovereign in our ancestral homeland Israel, period. That is why the Arabs in Haifa, Akko, up north in the Galil, and down south in the Negev rioted against their Jewish neighbors back in May 2021, even lynching some of them. That is why Israeli Arab students in Israeli universities protest against the existence of the Jewish state of Israel and in support of killing Jews. None of these Israeli Arabs are occupied. They are full Israeli citizens with equality and freedom as Israeli citizens, yet they protest, riot, and sometimes even lynch their Jewish neighbors because of what Kahana understood and what Ben Gvir today understands. It is not racist to understand that the ultimate motivation behind our conflict today is cultural and religious between the Arab Muslims against the Jews. We don't have anything against any Arab Muslims who want to live peacefully with us, but we cannot ignore the ultimate motivation to terrorize us the Arab Muslim culture and religious motivation. Ignoring that core reason is insane and blind. Not everyone has to agree with Khan's solutions, but he understood the core problem, as does Ben-Gvir, a problem that David Horowitz prefers to ignore and glosses over in his reporting and editorial line at the Times of Israel. So going back to his editorial, Horowitz continues, he, Ben-Gvir, relentlessly stirs up friction between Jewish and Arab Israelis. He set up a parliamentary office with his supporters in East Jerusalem's disputed Sheikh Jarrah, really Shimon HaTzadik, neighborhood, where a riot ensued. And in the days that preceded May 2021's Gaza-Israel war, he brought citizens to Israeli mixed cities during that conflict where he was accused by the national police chief of abetting the worst intercommunal violence in recent Israeli history. So let's break this down again. Horowitz says that Ben Gvir relentlessly stirred up friction between Jewish and Arab Israelis. What Horowitz conveniently ignores to tell his readers is that Ben Gvir only arrived at locations after Arab Muslims were terrorizing Jewish citizens with the Israeli police doing nothing to protect the Jews and stop the Arab Muslim violence. So Ben Gvir shows up to then use his parliamentary immunity to shame the Israeli police to stop the Arab Muslim violence against the Jews because he was there, the police had to do something finally. So Horowitz's first example was Ben Gvir setting up a parliamentary office at the Shimon HaTzadik neighborhood on the eastern side of Jerusalem. Now, don't trust me. Look up the timeline of that event yourself. Ben Gvir only showed up after the police were doing nothing to stop the Arab Muslim violence against the Jewish residents. In one instance, they actually threw a bomb at a Jewish man's house, his family's house. He wasn't even home. It was only after Ben Gvir arrived at the scene that the police were forced to stop the violent Arab Muslims. 
Then Harutz's next example was the May 2021 Arab Muslim pogroms against, uh, across Israel and especially in the mixed Jewish Muslim cities. Harowitz writes, quote, Ben Gvir brought loyalists to Israel's mixed cities during that conflict where he was accused by the national police chief of abetting the worst intercommunal violence in recent Israeli history, end quote. Again, go back and check the timeline for yourself what happened. Ben Gvir only arrived in those mixed cities after the Israeli police were doing nothing to protect their Jews from the rioting Arab Muslims night after night after night. Horowitz's reporting is horrendous. He is totally rewriting those events to slander Ben Gvir and whitewash the Arab Muslim violence. Now you can begin to understand why Ben Gvir is growing in support, because more and more Israelis understand that Ben Gvir is one of the only Israeli politicians willing to do what is necessary to protect Israelis from the growing Israeli-Arab violence against innocent Israelis that the Israeli authorities are doing nothing about. But let's go back to how Horowitz continues his op-ed. Ben Gvir has allied with some of Israel's most deplorable extremist Jewish movements and activists, including the Jewish supremacist, misogynist Lahava, and the virulently homophobic Noah. Guys, understand, Lahava and Noam are Jewish groups against the LGBT movement. Do you know who else is against the LGBT movement? The Muslim Brotherhood Rom Party that Horowitz was so happy to have joined the Israeli government because they care about Israel. Do you know a major difference between the Jewish organizations and the Muslim Brotherhood Rom Party regarding LGBT people? Well, the Muslim Brotherhood supports jailing LGBT individuals and even condones killing them. Just check out Ami Horowitz's latest video on this issue as opposed to the Jewish organizations who do not support any of that. They are just vocal against the culture war in the name of LGBT agenda. So do you see the double standard? Horowitz calls out Jewish organizations for going against his values, but he is silent when it is the Arab Muslim parties who go against those values and an Arab Muslim party, part of the Israeli government that he supports. But then Horowitz continues, until it began to harm him politically, Ben Gvir kept a picture of Baruch Goldstein, who in 1994 massacred 29 Palestinian Arabs at prayer in Hebron's Tomb of the Patriarchs on the wall of his home in Hebron and has never disavowed him. And again, I ask about Horowitz. And what about the Arab Muslim politicians who give speeches time and time and time in support of the Arab Muslim terrorists and martyrs who murdered innocent Israelis? Horowitz doesn't write about that. And does he ask them to explain or retract their continued statements in support of all those Arab Muslim terrorists who kill and have killed innocent Israelis? At least Ben Gvir took down the picture of Goldstein from his wall. But all those Arab Muslim politicians continue to talk in support of terror. Again, the double standard screams to high heavens. As an aside, with regards to the Baruch Goldstein incident, some people believe that he saved many Jewish lives in that incident because the Arab Muslims in Hebron's tomb of the patriarchs at that time were planning a massive massacre of the local Hebron Jewish population, and Goldstein stopped it. But that is a different topic to delve into at a totally different time. And finally, Horowitz writes the following. Energetic, articulate, and increasingly politically skilled, Ben Gvir has been soaring in the election campaign so far, apparently drawing support from those on the right who consider Netanyahu and Smotrich too soft, from disaffected Svarti youth who identify with Ben Gvir's Iraqi Kurdish roots, and from some in the ultra-Orthodox sector. Ben Gvir was raised secular, but he became a religious Jew. Again. Ben Gvir is soaring in the election so far from all those groups because he is saying what most Israeli politicians won't say because it is not politically correct. Death to terrorists and the fact that the authorities are not doing what is necessary to stop terrorists and to stop the violence and terror from Israeli Arab Muslims in order to defend Israelis from this growing violence from the Arab Muslim Israeli sector 
That is the sole reason more Israelis support him. He stands up to defend Israel where most politicians and journalists do not. So as whereas politicians in the Arab parties in the Knesset openly support the ultimate destruction of the Jewish state of Israel and they support terrorism, Ben Gvir stands up proudly to, de to defend the Jewish people in the state of Israel from the growing violence and terror in the Arab Muslim community. Ironically, the people who suffer the most from this absurd and illegal situation of having Arab Muslim politicians who do more to stand with Palestine and support terror and the destruction of Israel than help integrate Israeli Arab Muslims into Israeli society are the peace-loving Arab Muslim Israeli citizens who want to enjoy living life as Israeli citizens, yet their representatives in Israel's parliament are always more focused on the agenda to destroy Israel rather than helping their own constituents. And Horowitz is silent about that as well. Whether one supports Ben Gvir or does not support Ben Gvir, the real issue is stop supporting and reading this misinformation from publications like the Times of Israel. Even though they're Jewish Israeli publications, they are totally slanted in a way that supports our enemies and slanders ourselves. The future is up to us strengthening our Jewish pride and Educate yourselves on what's really happening and who was really doing what. And if you need help on educating yourselves and parsing through the news, contact me. I am here to help. Because unfortunately, even the establishment publications in the media, of the Jewish-Israel media, not just the non-Jewish, non-Israeli media, but even our own media, we have to be very careful about and have a close eye in figuring out what's really going on, what really happened, who said what, and always call out the hypocrisy and double standard. They always go after the Jewish, the proud Jewish politicians and Jewish activists, and they are silent about the dangerous, the very dangerous Arab Muslim politicians and activists and terrorists, even though they are the true danger. And again, they're not just danger by the journalists and editorial lines of these papers, ignoring the true dangers from the Arab Muslim public. They are not just endangering the Jews, they're endangering the peaceful Arab Muslim Israeli citizens who do want to live in peace with us. Any case, folks, for the truth, follow me, PulseOfIsrael.com. Pulse of Israel, frontline videos from the Holy Land. Support our work by donating today.